This is the Coaching for Pastors podcast, episode 148. Hey, Pastor, this week I'm spending some time in Richard Foster's book, Celebration of Discipline, The Path to Spiritual Growth. And on the very first page, it says this, the first sentence, superficiality is the curse of our age. Man, if that was true 44 years ago, it's still true today. He writes, the doctrine of instant satisfaction is a primary spiritual problem. The desperate need today is not for a greater number of intelligent people or gifted people, but for deep people. The classical disciplines of the spiritual life call us to move beyond surface living into the depths. They invite us to explore the inner caverns of the spiritual realm. They urge us to be the answer to a hollow world. Man, that is so true. I think back to 1978 when this book was written. That was the year that my mother bought her first microwave oven. This microwave oven at the time in 1978 cost $400. It was a big honking thing. But the thing with that microwave oven is that it could cook stuff quickly, fast, microwave it, nuke it. And what is he writing here? He's saying the doctrine of instant is a primary spiritual problem. So true. He goes on to say that we must not be led to believe that the disciplines are only for spiritual giants and hence beyond our reach, or only for contemplatives who devote all their time to prayer and meditation. Far from it. God intends the disciplines of the spiritual life to be for ordinary human beings, people who have jobs, who care for children, who wash dishes and mow lawns. In fact, the disciplines are best exercised in the midst of our relationships with our husband or wife, our brothers and sisters, our friends and our neighbors. At the end of this chapter, the very last thing that he writes is this, our world is hungry for genuinely changed people. Leo Tolstoy observed, Everybody thinks of changing humanity, and nobody thinks of changing himself. Let us be among those who believe that the inner transformation of our lives is a goal worthy of our best effort. The inner transformation of our lives. Not the inner management of our lives, but the inner transformation. Pastor, let me ask you a question. Are you experiencing inner transformation. I often think this, how can we tell our people to change, to grow, if we are not changing and growing? We must step into the fast-moving stream of growth and change and depth if we expect our people to. Part of this transformation is walking away from the things that are taking us further from God and walking toward those things that will draw us close to God and to others. And he writes on page five, Richard Foster, in his excellent little book entitled Freedom from Sinful Thoughts, Haney Arnold writes, we want to make it quite clear that we cannot free or purify our own heart by exerting our own will. Willpower will never succeed in dealing with the deeply ingrained habits of sin. Emmett Fox writes, as soon as you resist mentally any undesirable or unwanted circumstance, you thereby endow it with more power, power which it will use against you, and you'll have depleted your own resources to that exact extent. 
As long as we think we can save ourselves by our own willpower, we will only make the evil in us stronger than ever. And then he concludes, this same truth has been experienced by all the great writers of the devotional life, from St. Augustine to St. Francis, from John Calvin to John Wesley, from Teresa of Avila to Juliana of Norwich. They all have experienced that when we try to exert our will over the transformation of our heart and soul, we actually are ceding the power to do it to evil, to the enemy, to our wicked hearts, to sin. Jesus, Jesus is the one who brings transformation. Christ in you is the hope of glory. Christ, the wisdom of God and the power of God. Pastor, we know this, but we get caught up, right? We, we just get caught up in the busyness and in the urgency of ministry. And we forget that the classical disciplines of meditation and silence and solitude and reading of Scripture and in daily, several times a day, morning and evening and noontime and afternoon, prayers. These are the things that transform our heart. These are the things that practiced over time begin to chip away at those parts of us that God doesn't want there anymore. And Richard Foster talks throughout this book about the path to growing spiritually, the path to true spiritual growth, the path to depth and not shallowness, the path not just to change, but to transformation. And Pastor, if you're like me, and I'm guessing you are because we're both pastors and we're not all that different, we want transformation. We want it not only in our people, we want it in our lives. And so as you engage the disciplines, as you engage silence and solitude and prayer, scripture reading, meditation, all these things, as you engage them, Pastor, Remember that day by day, we change. Instant satisfaction? No, that's the enemy. That's the enemy. That's the destructive thought that will lead us away from the disciplines because we're expecting that, oh, a couple days of doing disciplines and I'm going to be better. I'm going to be different. I'm going to be delivered. I am not going to yield to temptation anymore. No, that's not true. That's not true. Disciplines practiced over time transform. So I don't know where you're at in your uh, self-assessment. I don't know if you're happy with yourself, if you're frustrated with yourself. My friend, spiritual disciplines over time transform. There are no shortcuts. There are no shortcuts. In fact, there are so much no shortcuts that I'm going to have to wait like 15 to 20 hours before I get back to you to talk to you again tomorrow on the Coaching for Pastors podcast, but I'll be here.